Hello, welcome to her Wild Side Hockey Podcast. I am your CEO of the Hot Girls Hockey Club and hostess known as Mickey, aka Hockey She Wrote. And here we are um, about three days later than I meant to make a podcast. But, you know, I'm here, so I've got a lot to say. So we should probably just jump right in. <laughs> so first of all, we're going to have a little rundown. Since last week, or at least I think there's one game I'm leaving out, but for the past couple of days, we've had a couple of games here in Minnesota. We have had the uh, PWHL Minnesota team played yesterday and ended up in a 2-0 loss, which is obviously a bummer. In some ways, though, it makes sense because, unfortunately, Taylor Heisey is on LTIR, and I do not know what her injury is, but I just know that when I saw that message, immediately I was like, ugh, you know, it's just like, we still have amazing scores, you know, so don't get me wrong, but I, you know what, she's kind of drafted first overall. She's the, she's kind of the name that comes to mind first when you're thinking of the scores on the team. Um, but one of the upside, even though she is not on the Minnesota team was Gigi Marvin coming in and scoring in her home state, which is always exciting. She is such a big name. And, um, it's funny because she's actually like my age. And so I respect her so much for still playing professionally and, and, you know, just, I don't know it for some, so for some reason, it's kind of like, I know that in other like male athletes, yeah, in some sports, they will play for a long time. And I feel like there's just so many other things that, um, can kind of hamper unfairly a, female athletes profession. And so I just knowing that she's still playing is really cool. And it was fun to watch. And the one thing that I really enjoyed because this game, they were still zero, zero after the first one, zero after the second. I mean, it was something where, you know, at one point the TV commentators were like, all right, let's check the stats. And it was just like a blank page. <laughs> like, okay, there are no stats. Um, but it was a really feisty game towards the end. They were like, getting into some pretty good shoving matches. And I, you know what? I like seeing that part of the game. Again, I think that the PWHL has really made a huge step in um, women's professional hockey. And I think the feistiness of some of these players is really just, it's appealing to watch. And it's also nice because they don't punch each other in the face. And so I don't have to worry about concussions necessarily. So there's that. They do play again tomorrow. So I'm recording this on Monday. So the PWHL plays tomorrow at Mariucci Arena, actually. Yes. <laughs> I did think for a second, you guys. Um, you guys, I hate uh, moving on. Uh, and then the Minnesota Wild had two, had a back-to-back this weekend, and they play again tomorrow also. So the Wild played in Edmonton first against the Oilers. Obviously, we all know who comes with the Oilers. You've got McDavid. You've got Dreisaitl. They can be a bit of a challenge. You know, you, you don't really know what you're going to get. But somehow, the Wild, like, they're like, no, you know what? We've been doing really good lately. We're going to hold down the fort. And they did. The two goals that the Oilers scored were power play goals. Like it took them having a man advantage for them to actually get a goal. They had, uh, Gus was in net. And after his kind of, 
chaotic is a nice way to put it starts to his last game. He was awesome. He, there were 43 shots on goal and he saved 41. You know, that's, and again, the, the only two that went in were power play goals. Um, and the wild one, four to two. And then they, the next night were in Seattle to, to battle the Kraken and they won that one too, five to two. The Kraken this year, it's, you know, I don't know. It's for a while. I feel like the Kraken had such a bad rap just because they were a new team. And with a new team comes kind of this, um, hodgepodge like a hodgepodge roster, but it feels like, you know, they've been really nailing things down. And uh, the further they go into their franchise, the better that they've been getting. So it was really exciting to have them win five, two Kirill Kaprizov. He was back with two goals. Uh, the penalty kill was 100% for that game. And power play was 33%. They scored on two out of their six power plays. And again, with special teams being something that is so touchy for the wild. It's always really cool to see the good numbers because otherwise they have these long stretches of time where it's just like, Oh no, the PK, like, Oh, the other team's going to score. It's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They've got a power play, but like, man, they have just not been able to set anything up. And it feels like that has not been as big of an issue in the past couple of weeks. Hopefully that will keep on. And then right at the end of the game, my heart stopped. And I think everybody else's heart stopped too. Both fans, spectators, at home, in the rink, other players. Because Jewel Erickson Eck went down hard into the boards. Just this kind of awkward um, feet first kind of a fall into the boards. You know, it was it was not one of those hits or falls or, you know, that you can kind of see what happened and what is hurt. But he, he was very slow off of the ice. He went straight down the tunnel and collectively everybody on social media, just their minds just exploded. And I'm including myself in that. Thankfully, thankfully, because this was at the very end of the game. Thankfully, by the time John Hines came out to talk to the media, he was already saying like, Eck is okay. You know, like, yeah, it was, you know, he fell weird. Obviously, you know, he got a little boo-boo, but he's good. Um, and in the case of Eck, I feel like uh, a boo-boo for him is anything below broken bones. <laughs> that guy is so tough and it's both admirable and also very, very worrying either way he is still in the lineup uh but you know brandon duhame he was not gonna let that go he was mm -mm. um i believe it was borgen that was kind of chasing eck into the boards kind of hit him into the boards uh it was again it was kind of this odd situation but so a little while later duhame was like mm -mm, you cannot do my ecky like that you need to fight me and so they fought it was okay no big deal so they came out of that road trip with four points. And uh, yes, in the past four games, so like last week they had four games, they were three, one, and zero. I am, you know what? That is, yes. Right now, as of I, when I'm recording this on Monday afternoon, they are four points out of the playoff standings. 
they um I, both the predators are the ones that are above them and they're actually playing the predators on Thursday. So that will be an interesting tilt to watch to see, you know, how that will affect the playoff standings. Either way, I feel like they are in a great position to make a playoff spot. Um, they are not, it's hard because it's going to be one of those situations kind of like last year where they're not going to clinch right away. You know, two years ago they clinched and then they had like a good span of time before the playoffs even started where it's just like, okay, like, you know, if, if we want to rest some guys, we can, if we want to take it a little easier, we can, because they had already clinched. I feel like this is going to be something that's going to be running down to the wire. And again, you know, it, we've got time. There's plenty of time, but it's going to be something that we are all going to need to be sending the positive vibes to make sure that they really can push and get there. So speaking of the game in Seattle, my brother, who I have talked about many times, was at the Seattle game. He is single and he works a good construction job and he had the weekend off and he is working in California right now. So he was like, do you think I should just go to Seattle? And I said, uh, absolutely, because uh, if you have the money and it's not that expensive, do it. Because I have heard that Comet Pledge Arena is really cool. And he did say that it was, it was a pretty cool rink. Um, but I had a very good laugh when he was there. And after losing two hats last week, rebuying the hat, he was buying one of the, the new hats. I believe it was the one that he bought twice. Kirill had two goals with some time left at the end of the game. And I was like, can you even imagine if you had to once again, throw this same hat? Like how crazy would that be? But you know what? Again, even if it happened, he absolutely would have thrown that darn hat. He would have tossed it. He would have been the first one tossing it on the ice. I've, you know, I've been with my brother a few times when he's thrown his hat for a hat trick and I, you that puck is barely in the net and he is ripping it off of his head. I will say my mom was trying to explain this to my grandma who uh, kind of grew up like um trying to think like she was born just after the depression. So she was born to like depression era parents. So she was absolutely horrified that my brother would throw any sort of hat on the ice, especially a hat that he had just bought brand new. Like, what was he thinking? Was he absolutely stupid? Um, <laughs> I get it, but it does make me laugh. Um, one other piece of exciting news that came in this morning is that for the third time this season, Mr. Kirill Kaprizov is the first star of the week for the NHL. He is so deserving of this. And again, he is just, I can never get over the fact that he is the superstar of the team, but I don't think you'd be able to pick him out like that off of the ice. He is so humble and he is just such like a pleasant person that it's incredible to see him get on the ice and put up these amazing numbers. And uh, I'm just also going to hearken back and remember when he, beginning of the year, and then, you know, he was injured and there were people being like, oh, he's a bust. <sighs> Guys, no, no, 
because here he is. This is the actually the fifth time in his career that he's the first star. He is only trailing in Minnesota Wild records. He's trailing Devin Dubnik by one. So if he becomes first star of the week again sometime, which we know he is, he will tie Devin Dubnik. Uh, and he and this is the only time that someone has gotten it three times in one season for Minnesota Wild. Now it's because so the past four games, like I talked about, they won three one zero. Um, he has six goals and six assists for twelve points, the most in the league over the past week. Obviously, that was helped incredibly by that um, Vancouver Canucks game, where he had six points. So I don't know. Again, congratulations because he is just incredible. Now, I was also blessed this morning with quite a few pieces of social media content dropped by various places, <laughs> various organizations. There we go. And I'm going to start with the one that I'm sure has tickled all of you as Minnesota Wild fans, which is the outtakes for the Not Weird Wild commercials that they have released so far this season. The Minnesota Wild team are hands down the most fun team in the league. Obviously, I am completely biased when I say that because they are my favorite. But just the the way that these guys interact and have so much fun and do all these stupid things and are happy about it, like you can just, you can tell that nobody's being forced to do this. Nobody has been forced to be in these silly commercials. It seems the complete other direction where they call up. They're like, hi, do you want to do it? And they're like, yep, don't even tell me. I don't even care what it's about. Yes, I will do it. So we start with these outtakes with the Gus bus commercial where the Deweys and Felino and Faber get on the bus. And the very first thing that like happens is Felino hits Dewar in the face with what I believe is a spitball, a spitball, like just directly in the face. And Dewar, I Dewey too, he takes it with so much grace. He just like barely has a reaction. We do get a fantastic reaction shot of Duhame, which I will put on my social media because it is the little smirky smile, which is the same one that he had in his headshot last year. And I miss so much this year. Then you've got, you know, Spurgeon and Maroon did the like the uh, big rig part two commercial. And Spurgeon, like, hands down calls Pat an idiot. <laughs> but the way he does, like, Jared Spurgeon calling you a name, I don't think anyone could keep a straight face. Like, I have a hard time believing that he does any sort of chirping on the ice. Because can you can you imagine if Spurgeon came up and tried to, like, smack talk you? I I almost kind of hope he does because I feel like that would just be amazing. And then there's uh, Eck and Brodine. They were trying. They were recording the Sweden commercial where you know this all the Swedes and like their private club or whatever <laughs> with the IKEA furniture. Um, and first of all, Eck is talking to Brodine in Swedish, and it's kind of funny because we don't really hear them speaking Swedish. You know, like I don't know. It's just very funny to hear Eck, who we. He, He's interviewed a lot. You know, he is wearing the A. He's been wearing the A most of the season because of all the injuries. And so they interview him a lot. And so we, we hear him speaking in English a lot. And it feels like that's just kind of like, that's what's become normal for us. So hearing him speak Swedish is really funny, especially because 
Rodin like doesn't even say anything. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but turns out that they he's reading about his own hometown. And a little bit later on, he so in the commercial, you know, he does this all like, hmm, like he's very interested in what he's reading. And they did a take where he absolutely could not hold it together. And again, he is my favorite player. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush, but like watching that, I was just like all the hearts for Eck. He is so funny. And I feel like we don't get to see him be as fun all the time, you know, because he's so much into work mode. Uh, Gustafson trying to learn how to say howdy, <laughs> which is a word that as an American, I did not realize was difficult to pronounce. <laughs> but hearing him trying howdy, 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 boys, just amazing. And I hope that he says it all the time now. That needs to be his catchphrase. Zuccarello, earlier this season, it's like we all had this sudden realization all together that Zuccarello did not actually have front teeth, that he had fake front teeth. And while this is not surprising in a way, it was just very strange because he had never kind of been without teeth. But all of a sudden, they're showing all these outtakes, you know, for he did like the best friends one with Krill. And he, does, he doesn't have teeth in any, in any of them. And are they just always out now? I, I don't know if maybe like, you know, he's got baby Zuki at home. He's just really tired. And it just feels like putting the teeth in is a step too far. It just like, you know, I get it. Like having little kids at home, sometimes you just like, you only get as ready as you need to, you know, he, maybe he just like, he shaves a little bit. He like kind of does his hair. And then he's like, I'll bring the teeth with, but like, I just, I cannot do this right now. But Kirill realizes that his teeth are out of his mouth and starts laughing. And I swear to goodness that Kirill says, oy vey. If someone could confirm or deny that for me, that would be great. But I, I listened to it like three times and I swear that he says, oy vey. <laughs> And I just want to say throughout all of this that Brock Faber is the most terrible actor that I have ever seen, but in the best way possible. And I hope he does many more of these commercials because he's terrible at them and that's what makes it so good. So I have a couple other things from social media that I want to talk about. But first, I am going to pause here for a quick commercial because, yes, my podcast has commercials now. And uh, as a podcast listener, I do understand that commercials are not always fun, but they do help to support the show and the platform that I am on here, the Inside the Rink you know, company here. Um, so I am going to just put on a quick ESPN commercial plus ad read thing. Uh, and I would like you to listen because my editor says that he sounds like a robot in his voiceover and I get it, but I, I mean, I think he does a good job. So, uh, take a listen. Thank you for watching the show. If you enjoy our podcast and want to support the show, consider signing up for ESPN plus via our link at inside the slash ESPN or scan the QR code on your screen. Now, I have ESPN Plus, and I personally love all the college sports, UFC, MLB, and NHL games all across ESPN platforms. Over 1,000 out-of-market NHL games are on ESPN Plus every year. Make sure you hit the QR code or go to insidetherink.com slash ESPN to make sure you don't miss out on any of this year's NHL action. And if that wasn't enough for you, ESPN Plus is currently offering a bundle of ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu for $14.99 a month. You get sports, the kids get Disney, 
and Hulu is the added bonus. It's the perfect bundle. I personally have it, and I don't know what you would do without it. Welcome back. So as you can hear, I don't think he sounds like a robot. I just think he did a really nice job reading. So, but let me know. I think he's a little self-conscious about it. <laughs> so the next piece of content that came out this morning, like I said, this Monday morning was a plethora of social media co content that I am enjoying. So this time it was the NHL. And this, it was obviously something that they, they asked at, um, I don't remember what it's called. At the beginning of the season, they have like um, a star or two from each team go to like do reporting, reporter stuff. <laughs> um, so Matt Boley was the one who went for the Minnesota Wild. So in this, in this, I almost said commercial, in this video, they ask the different NHL players, how long do you think the average shower is? Like how long do you think an average person showers for? A lot of them say like seven minutes. Um, there's like a five minute and then comes Matt Boldy and he says three and a half minutes, which no matter what seems incredibly, incredibly short. But then, <laughs> but then he says that when he's walking around, sometimes he sees people and he'll be like, I swear that that guy does not take a shower, which I feel like is very judgmental. But also in this, in this clip, he is so awkward in a way that I really feel like I understand him because I am also very awkward when I am anxious about things. And this seems like exactly the kind of answer that I would um, blurt out before really thinking, but then like you don't want to change what you said. And so you kind of have to double down on stuff. So I'm going to tell a quick story that I think will tell you a little bit about that for me. I one time went to Target and uh, this all happened in one trip. To be fair, I am someone who is apparently very approachable because I am constantly, constantly talked to by strangers in the store about random things. Um, recipes, shoes, um, anything. So first I was looking for some, I believe it was oil. I think it was oil for the car. Something that I normally wouldn't buy. But there was some weird thing where like the the car that we used to have only could hold so much oil, but like it was less than what you get in a big jug. So you had to buy like multiple little jugs. I don't know. Um, so I'm trying to figure out this whole thing about what am I buying? And this, this um, very sweet young lady comes up to me and um, asks me if, I know Jesus and um, just in general living in the Midwest and um, in America, I'm like, well, yeah, I do. You know, like, yes, I went to church when I was younger. Like I understand Christianity. Um, but then she introduced the idea of God, the mother. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, because at first she, she seemed like maybe just someone who was trying to start a weird conversation. And then I was like, oh boy. So she was explaining things to me and I very, I very politely stood and listened because that's what I do. And finally, I was kind of able to take my leave and, and uh, try to leave. But then I saw that I was like being semi-stalked by her and uh, someone who I believed was probably with her and they were trying to like find me again because I think they thought they could convert me but like I was just being very polite but so I hid in the dollar section for a while and then they left 
I was kind of rattled by this, right? Like the story's not over. I was a little rattled. So then I went over and I was going to check out. Like I said, I had like the weird amount of oil for the car and I was already rattled. I put it down and the cashier was this like, I don't even know. I don't want to say young kid, but like, like a teenage boy, early twenties boy, probably. And like, from the look on his face, I could just tell that he was like, Oh, Hey, pretty lady. You know, like I just knew what he was thinking and I was just ready to leave. Like, I just want to be out of the store. And so he said something about like, Oh, you know that you can buy this oil in like a bigger size. And I was like, yeah, no, it's fine. And he was like, well, like you'll get a deal. Like you'll save money if you buy the bigger one. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm good. And then he said something like, Oh, you must be rich. You must have a lot of money then. And I was like, in my headspace, I was just wanting to leave. And so what did I say? I I looked right at him and I said, I'm so rich, I throw money out the window as I drive. And that put a full stop to the conversation. And I'm not exactly sure what happened, but it was sort of a blur in which I finished paying for my transaction, made sure that the um, people who had been trying to get me to come to church were not around so I could run to my car and leave and never, ever go back to that target again. So all of that is to say that, Matt Boldy, I understand you. You were put on the spot with a very odd question. That was the first thing that came to mind, most likely. And then you just you, you just had to you just had to keep going. But I do love there's a cut to uh, Johnny Gaudreau after that, looking very concerned when he is told that Matt Boldy said three and a half minutes. And I do kind of wonder. So the answer is 20 minutes, which to me, yeah, you know what? I love a long shower. Not just a long shower, like a like a scorching hot long shower that I love it. Like lava temperature, almost burned my skin off shower. And all of them were so, I mean, there was probably six, seven, maybe eight um, players that they had asked. Now, hold on just. Sorry, folks, I had to quickly pause because um I'm pretty sure I've, I've talked about this because I talk about it all the time. I have a son who has type 1 diabetes, and so I am the main point of contact. So anytime things are going on, uh, the nurse calls, and she and I are good buddies. She's like a real good buddy with my little six-year-old. Uh, but so she called. I decided to see what was going on. Nothing major. Do not worry. But back to this whole shower thing. The point I was going to make was just that I wonder if their perception of how sh like long or short a shower should be is kind of colored by the fact that they are expected to take short showers. You know what I mean? Like after, first of all, they probably take a bunch of showers. I know some of them, they'll like practice in the, like get up, take a shower, go to practice, take another shower, go home, like eat, take a nap, take another shower, go back to the rink. After they play, they take another shower. I mean, like that's a lot of showers. And I can't, like obviously they're not going to spend 20 minutes in the shower if they shower six times a day. But also, I just, I don't think that anyone, like, even if you were just showering, like, once a day, it's probably at the rink, right? And so it's not like they're going to, like, just lounge around in, like, the group shower. <laughs> so I think it's all colored by that. But besides Matt Boldy and his very awkward answer, my favorite was Cole Caulfield. Because as soon as he heard 20 minutes, he went from, like, early 20s hockey star. He, like, snapped into 40-year-old Cerberan dad mode. And he was like, yeah, like who's paying the water bill? 
And honestly, I got to tell them as someone who takes 20 minute showers, I don't think my water bill's that high. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Moving on to the third organization that has dropped some more social media content today. As I said, we are very hashtag blessed. So that would be the Iowa Wild. Now, first of all, they have been kind of dropping these different videos. They had, I think it was four, four or five guys who they had like work at McDonald's. <laughs> and I love this idea because first of all, pretty much everyone, you know, some of the podcasts I listen to, they'll ask different hockey players like, oh, so what was your first job? And 95% of them are like um, playing hockey. And then probably like 3% uh, say like something hockey related, like they worked at the rink or they um, were refs or that kind of thing. And then there's like 2% that like maybe did something kind of interesting. But the fact that none of them have really had real jobs, I really enjoyed watching them try to do a real job. They did like ice cream. They were trying to make ice cream cones. They were trying to make sandwiches. Uh, Sammy Walker put like three drips of mustard on a hamburger because he's like, I don't like mustard, which is like, okay, that's good, my dude. But maybe the person who ordered the sandwich would like some mustard. Um, I think it was Adam made a chicken sandwich, Adam Beckman. Either way, I would love if the Minnesota Wild would do something like this. Because not only did the Iowa Wild do this McDonald's one, they also did where it was like a sit-down restaurant and they had the like some of the players go like work the bar and wait, like be a waiter, like a server and a busboy. And I would love to see that. And they also came out with Wally's Corner, which is my new favorite piece of Iowa Wild content because Jesper Wall said he, he asks the hard hitting questions. He asks the questions that the people want to know. Like, Damon Hunt was the 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 guest on his Wally's Corner. And the most important question he asked in the I haven't watched the whole thing. It was just the clip that I saw was if he had smelled Ovechkin and if he could confirm or deny confirm or deny <laughs> if Ovechkin smells like Pepsi. <laughs> now, unfortunately, Damon Hunt had not sniffed Ovi and um, did not know what Ovi smells like. Um, this podcast is getting a little long. I'm sorry, guys, but you know what? Hopefully you like the sound of my voice. Uh, we also had the Sammy Walker becoming wild, which, you know, um, maybe it's just because he's from Minnesota, but I feel like it wasn't any like new information, which is fine. I mean, I love Sammy Walker, but I have to say that boy has got so much energy. Like I can't even, I mean, he's like playing three different sports every day. <laughs> during the off season. I just, I cannot, he made me tired just watching him. Now I'm going to stop one more time here, um, to do one more little ad. Now, if you are listening to this instead of watching, then you can find the link in your show notes. And I'm going to talk a little bit, here we go, about Ticketmaster. Now Ticketmaster, obviously, you know what? You can buy all sorts of tickets through Ticketmaster. And concerts, there's, you know, obviously I, uh, Minnesota Wild tickets, other hockey games, sports, all of that different stuff. If you are going to be purchasing tickets for anything, I would love, love if you would use our link or our QR code, which I have up on the screen if you're watching the video, because it would help to support our show. 
It would help to support uh, me and my ramblings, all of my vibe checks, uh, all of that kind of stuff. So this Ticketmaster link, this is good for anything you want to buy. This is not just for hockey tickets. This is just a ticket or a link to any sort of a ticket that you can buy on Ticketmaster. If you use this, the QR code or the link, then we will get a, a like a portion of the profit. And it does not add anything to you. It's not, you know, you are not paying any extra. It's simply Ticketmaster giving us kind of a cut for leading you there. So if you could feel that in your heart the next time that you are purchasing tickets, I would very much appreciate if you would use our link. And now we're back for a little bit more because like I said, I uh, should have recorded a couple days ago and I didn't. So now here we are. I'm making all of your problem. So future wild stuff. First of all, we've got Kuznadinov, which I always, so when I was learning to spell it, because I can spell it, I'm proud of that. Um, you know, like, you know, when you have a word that you're trying to remember how to spell. And so you like say it in your head in a way that then you can, you can write it. So then I always in my head, I say it Kuznadinov. Because that's kind of like, you know, phonetically how you smell it, Kuznetinov. So then I always have to stop and be like, okay, but how do you say it? Kuznetinov. Anyway, Marat Kuznetinov, his season in the KHL ended yesterday. So um, his team it did not make it to the playoffs in the KHL. But he does still technically have a contract through April 30th for his KHL team. But obviously they want him here. He wants to be here. The team wants him here. Kirill Kaprizov is super excited to have him here and has apparently been texting him and is very excited to be his mentor and it's super cute. But first they have to kind of, you know, have all sorts of contract talks with his team to like release him early. But just know that we're going to see him soon because even if he is not able to sign until after um, the deadline, then you know what? He's still going to come over and they'll just have to burn a year of his ELC at that point, which is fine because we all know how hard it can be to get Russian players here. We know what it's like. We all went through that with Kaprizov. And just getting a Russian player onto American soil is enough of a battle. So Kuznetinov, we are ready for you whenever you can get to this side of the ocean. Uh, Mason Shaw has been a healthy scratch. Hopefully he'll be in soon. Thankfully, from what I was reading in Russo's article this morning, he understands. And we all need to be patient and understand because the team's been playing well. Um, now, I know that I know what popped in your head. I know what you're thinking. Yes, there are players that maybe have not been at their best. Unfortunately, they are not players that play in a role that Shaw could simply fit in one to one. Um, if Shaw's coming in, then he's going to be fitting in to that fourth line and someone else is going to have to bump up to somewhere else. And, but right now the lines, all the lines are really flowing well together for the most part. So, you know, there's the second, uh, the third, no, yes, the third line is the one that's not, anyway, um, just suffice to say that he cannot just simply be in, um, soon. There are lots of trade deadline talks as we get closer and closer to that. Unfortunately for all of us on the vibes side of hockey social media, the biggest talk 
around the Minnesota Wild are the Deweys. Now, Dewey 1, Duhame, is especially especially a trade target. I have to sigh because I I love him. You know, we all do. He is king of our hearts. King of our hearts, Mr. Duhame. But from what Michael Russo has been saying, there has not been any contract talks. He is an unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. They have not talked about extending his contract, which I have seen coming. Um, There are other players that can kind of step into that role that he has. He brings some good stuff, but none of it is irreplaceable. And his fee is going to go up, unfortunately, you know, and, 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 and it should, it should, don't get me wrong. Like he deserves it. He deserves all the good things in the world. But now there's been talk about doer, you know, like everyone has been, you know, don't break up the Deweys. Don't break up the Deweys. Well, what if they trade the Deweys together? That is not the answer that we're looking for, but it might be the answer that we get. Uh, thankfully, my, Marc-Andre Fleury has basically said, I am staying in Minnesota. I am not leaving. I am not waving my no trade clause. You know, and he kind of said, this is exactly what I had been thinking before he kind of made, before he kind of confirmed, which is, it'd be different if the Wild were totally out of running. If the Wild were absolutely at the low end of the chart, but they're not. They've been climbing out of kind of the hole that they had dug themselves in. And because of where they are at in um, division and conference, there is definitely a way that they can get into the playoffs. And so because of that, you know, he's like, I want to be here. Like, this is my team. These are my boys. And everyone can say it with me. We all love the boys because the boys love each other. We, let's see, we've also got uh, Riley Haight in the WHL. He is the player of the week. That was also announced this morning. Monday morning news drop, folks. He, in the last four games, had 11 points. Four goals, seven assists. And this is kind of the prospect that they've talked about. So he's only 18. He is young. He could feasibly make the NHL team next year. Unfortunately, he cannot play in the AHL. I did not know this until, maybe I did. I did not think of this until today. Apparently, you have to be over 20 to play in the AHL. So for him, he either has NHL or back to the WHL. Now, the good thing is that he can play a few games without having to burn the first year of his ELC. He can play a few games without um, kind of being out of contention for rookie things. You know what I mean? Um, So it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens out of training camp next year. And for all of this, yesterday, they announced that today's Minnesota Wild practice was going to be canceled. Now, let me tell you that every time I hear that, I like, I like constrict because the first time that they, but they posted that, 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 that this happened at the beginning of the year was the day that they fired Dean Evason. <laughs> so every time I hear this, I'm like, oh my God, what is going down? What is happening? Thankfully, the second time it happened, nothing happened. They just had a day off. This is the third time it happened. So far, nothing has happened. And honestly, I think this time is probably just like, hey, you know what, boys? You did a good job. Uh, You're playing really well. Let's just take a little break. So let's hope that that's what it is. 
Now I'm going to try and do a really, oh my goodness, this is like a super long podcast. I'm going to try and do it just a really quick little um, future considerations in a bag of pucks, which is, first of all, Marcus Felino's wife had their third baby, another girl. So he is still a, what is it? Uh, a dude, dad of only girls. <laughs> um, adorable. We have got, uh, you know what? I'm going to just push this all over the next episode. That was me. I was very importantly um, switching my notes over. We'll talk about this next time because this is very long and hopefully you guys are not sick of me yet. So I will just say one more thing before I am done here, which is to plug my merch shop. Down below, I have a link to my merch shop. We have stuff that not only has my little logo there. Um, I do have a sweatshirt with the logo, but I can't wear it because it is green and I am behind, I'm with a green screen. So I would just be a floating head, but it is super comfortable and I absolutely love it. And it looks very cool. We also have Hawker hockey club merch. Um, I have a t-shirt, which I have shown you before, but this kind of stuff, I, it, it's not just shirts, folks. There's coffee mugs. There are stickers. There are shirts and sweatshirts, plenty of different stuff. I've also looked into, it is not in the shop yet, but I'm hoping to get a few other kind of like hockey vibes based things in there because that's what we're all about here. We're all about the hockey vibes. The hockey vibes are important. The hockey vibes do things for us. I think I need to be done with this podcast now. <laughs> so um, until next time, I would like you to keep the positive vibes going. Remember that you are a beloved member of the Hawker Girl Hockey Club from the CEO herself. And until then, go wild and enjoy the hockey. <laughs>